welcome to Women Igniting Change, the place to be for women leaders and decision makers who are passionate about changing the world and determined to act. I'm your host, Robin Jorgensen, former corporate executive, global speaker, and founder and CEO of Women Igniting Change. Let's dive in. Hello, changemakers. Welcome back to the Women Igniting Change podcast. I'm recording this episode during the holiday season, so I just want to wish each and every one of you the happiest of holidays around the world. And as we close out 2023, I hope you take some time to slow down, reflect on what this past year has taught you, and what you want the year ahead to look like, not only for yourself, but for our world and what part you can play in making it a little kinder, a little more equitable, and a little more just. And I also want to express my profound gratitude to you, our listeners, for tuning in every other week and for sharing the podcast with your friends and your colleagues. Thanks to you, we are now being listened to in 25 countries around the world, and we want to increase the value we bring you. So as of January 1st, we're going to be bringing you episodes each and every week. So every Monday, you will have a new Women Igniting Change episode. And we have incredible interviews lined up to kick off 2024 that are going to enlighten you, challenge you, and inspire you to become the best version of yourself in order to create that social change that you know you're meant to put out into the world. For today, I want to share with you a framework that you can use to either begin exploring the social change that you want to create in 2024 or help you expand something that you're already working on. And it's called The Bigger Game. It's an innovation model that's designed to challenge you and to call forth the very best that you can be. And it helps you map out and intentionally design the leader and social change maker that you want to become. So with the bigger game, there are three key criteria. Number one, it's not BAU, and that stands for business as usual. So if what you're diving into seems like it's business as usual, that's not a bigger game. That's criteria number one. Criterion number two is you don't know how to do it. And for women especially, this is the one that typically stops us. Because if we can't see all 15 steps laid out in front of us as to how something is going to transpire, we take ourselves out and we're like, nope, I can't possibly do it. But when you're playing a bigger game, you have to lean in and trust that the how is just going to show up as you take steps toward that bigger game. And I promise you it does every single time. So that is criteria number two is that you don't know how to do it. Criteria number three, you can't do it alone. And to be honest, it's no fun to do it alone. So those are the three main criteria to playing a bigger game. Number one, it can't be business as usual. Number two, you don't know how to do it. And number three, you can't do it alone. So this framework here in the US, in the United States, we would call this a tic-tac-toe board. In other parts of the world, it's called X's and O's. In other parts, it's referred to as notes and crosses. But here's how I want you to imagine this. I want you to imagine that you have three horizontal rows that each have three squares, so nine squares in total. So you have one row across horizontally with three squares, and then underneath another row, you have three squares. And underneath that one, you have three squares. You have nine squares in total. And if you think of those nine squares, the very top left square on the bigger game model is called comfort zones. And comfort zones tends to have a negative connotation to it that they're, they're automatically bad if you're in a comfort zone. 
in the context of playing a bigger game, here's the question to ask yourself when you're sitting in a comfort zone. The question to ask is, is this comfort zone serving me and my bigger game or is it not? And if it's serving you, fantastic, keep that comfort zone. If it's not serving you, that's when you want to move to another square on the game board. So let me give you some examples of what some of these comfort zones are. Comfort zones that serve us that we may not even think of as a comfort zone, getting eight hours of sleep every night. That's a comfort zone, but that serves us. Um exercising, eating well, those can be comfort zones that serve us as the bigger game player. And they also serve our bigger game because it makes us be the best that we can be as we're diving into creating that social change that we're meant to create. Comfort zones that do not serve us, checking email 17 times a day, um, over-exercising. You know, there's that fine line. So if you're exercising regularly throughout the week, that can serve you as a comfort zone. If you're exercising five, six hours a day, that may be a comfort zone that does not serve you. Procrastination, that could be a comfort zone. Holding yourself back from doing something that you know you want to do, that's a comfort zone. Those comfort zones do not serve you. So those are ones that you want to look at and then shift away from and move somewhere else on the game board. So that's square number one is comfort zone. Right next to that square is a square that is called hunger. And this isn't like the food type of hunger. This hunger square is that deep yearning and wanting for something bigger than yourself. And if you're listening to this podcast every other week, January every week, you already have this inside of you. So you have a deep desire to create meaningful change that's so much bigger than you that you know you're meant to put out there. That's the hunger square, that deep desire for more for our world. And we equate this square to a dial. So when we were all little girls, you know, if you equate a dial on a scale of one to 10, one is low, 10 is off the charts. When we were little, our hunger dial literally was 11 right? We knew we could be anything we wanted to be, do anything we wanted to do. But here's what happens. As we become grown adults, we tend to take that hunger dial and we turn it down to a dull simmer. And that's where we live our lives. We go into this monotone you know, state of being because we become so afraid to want for something because we don't want to be disappointed if it doesn't happen. So when you're in this hunger square, it's an invitation to take that dial and turn it up, dare to want for something more. And I want you to ask yourself a question when you're in this square. If I said to you, where is your hunger dial on a scale of one to 10? And you say, you know what? It's probably around a five. What does a seven look like? And really quantify that. If it's a four, what does an eight look like? Give yourself permission to dream and imagine that deep desire for social change that you want to put out there. And it's an invitation to turn that dial back up and dare to want for something more than just you. So that's the hunger square. The square to the right of hunger, again, on that first top horizontal row is compelling purpose. This is one of my favorite squares. So compelling purpose, that is that deep why. This is the why behind the hunger square. That change that you want to create, that hunger, why does it matter to you? And this could be through personal lived experience, or it could just be because it's something that you are so passionate around that it can't not happen. It has to be out into the world. So that compelling purpose is your deeper why. And this is the square that you come home to when you're starting to put out this bigger game, because you've probably heard me say this on past episodes, when you're putting out any type of social change in the world, 
And keeping in mind criteria number two, that you don't know how to do it, you're going to get knocked around a little bit. And when that happens, this is the square that you come home to and remember the why behind it, because that will push you through any fear in order to make it happen. So that's compelling purpose. The square directly below compelling purpose. So now I'm on row two, the third square over. This is the gulp square. I love all the squares, but this is probably my most favorite. The gulp square is literally that lump in your throat when I was to ask you to do something that you're like, oh my God, no way. It's that literal gulp in your throat that you're like, oh my God, I cannot believe I'm about to do X, Y, Z, whatever that is. That's the gulp. You feel it viscerally. So this is something that is 10 steps beyond what you feel you're comfortable and capable of right now, that's the gulp square. And for those of you, you know, who have been on a roller coaster before, this is another way that we describe this square. So when you're getting onto a roller coaster, I used to love these when I was younger. Now, not so much in my fifties, but when you're getting on a roller coaster, you're going up and at first it's exciting. And then you're like, Oh, good Lord. What was I thinking? Why am I even on this? Oh my gosh. And you get to the top and you go down the other side. And what's the very first thing you do? You typically get right back in line again because it was so exhilarating and so thrilling. So we actually pay for this feeling of gulp. So another way that we refer to this square is gleeful terror. You're so excited to do it, but it scares you at the same time. So that's the gulp square. If you go directly below the gulp square, and I would love for you as you're doing this to take out a piece of paper and literally just create those nine squares and write these words in as I describe them to you so you've got it. And we'll make sure to put the game board in the show notes as well. So that bottom right square, the third row all the way over to the right, this is the investment square. And this is investing you, the bigger game player. So if you have a passion around ending domestic-based violence, for example, You may need to learn some new skills around how to serve that community. Or if you have a passion around doing something around climate justice, there may be certain skills that you have to learn. So that's investing in you, the bigger game player. You may also need to invest in your bigger game itself, whatever that is, whether you're starting a business or you're collaborating with someone or it's a passion project on the side. There may be investment required there in addition to investing in you that's required in order to make that bigger game happen. So that's the investment square. Directly to the left of the investment square, now I'm on the bottom row in the center. This is the allies square because remember, criteria number three, you can't do this alone right? So your ally square, I want you to think of allies on a continuum. So allies can be your biggest champions, your biggest cheerleaders. They've got your back in this bigger game that you want to put out into the world. So those are your cheerleaders. Allies can also be people that say to you, that is the dumbest idea I've ever heard. You can't possibly do that. What are you thinking? Those are allies too. And here's why, because when they say something like that to you, I want your response to be, oh yeah, watch me. I've got this. So allies can fuel you and push you toward your bigger game. And they can also be the ones that have got your back and are right there with you. So that's the allies square. To the left of allies, this is the sustainability square. So I'm now on that bottom row all the way over to the left. This is the sustainability square. This is the legacy square. Because as you're putting this bigger game out into the world, You can have multiple bigger games over the course of your lifetime. 
So the one that you're in right now, this square, this legacy of what you're putting out into the world lives beyond you. So in the United States, for those of you that are familiar with this organization, Mothers Against Drunk Driving, if I asked you who the two women were that started it, probably no one would be able to answer it. And we deliver the bigger game in workshops inside organizations, and no one has known the answer to this. And it's not that those two women are not important. What's important is what they put out into the world sustained their involvement in it. So that's how I want you think, to think of this, the sustainability square is that legacy piece of this bigger game that you're putting out there. It lives beyond your involvement in it. If we move up above sustainability, so now I'm in row two all the way over to the left, this is the assess square. Because as you're out there playing this bigger game and moving it forward, you're going to need to step back and really assess how things are going and where else you may need to navigate on the game board. The key to this square is this is a judgment-free zone, because especially as women, what we tend to do if we take a step forward and it goes a little sideways, we're automatically beating ourselves up that we did something wrong or we should have done something different. So when you're assessing, okay, you shifted out of a comfort zone, great, it might not have worked so well, you're going to step back into the assess square and just take a look at that and say, okay, this went a little sideways, where else do I need to go on the game board now? So that's the assess square, just reassessing where you are and where you need to go, but no judging. It's a judgment-free zone. In the center, so I'm in the middle square, the center square is bold action. And it's not just action, it's bold action. So just a little bit further than normal action you would take. And it's in the center for a reason, because this is truly the cornerstone to the entire bigger game model, because you can take a bold action around any of the other squares. You can take a bold action around your hunger square by turning up that hunger dial. You can take a bold action and reach out to a key ally or a center of influence that you know might be able to help you move your bigger game forward. You can take a bold action around that investment square and look up some free courses or something that skills that you need to learn around the bigger game that you want to put out. Because without bold action, the rest of it is just a really nice conversation. So that really is the cornerstone to the entire game board. And the way that I want you to, to leverage this game board, and again, we'll put it in, in the show notes for you. I want you to look at this game board each and every morning and ask yourselves two questions. Question number one. Okay, let me look at the board. Where am I on the game board today? All right, right now I'm in, I'm in the hunger square. That's awesome. Where do I want to be? I really want to be in bold action today. And then identify what that is. So where are you on the game board? Identify where that is. Question number two, where do you want to be? And then go there and take action on whatever square you land on. So those are the two key questions. And when you start leveraging this amazing tool each and every day toward fueling the bigger game and the social change that you're meant to put out into the world, you watch what happens in 2024. And again, we are here to support you. So if you need help around this, you want a little bit of guidance or a little tweaking, please reach out to us. We're here to help you because again, our mission is to help you put that social change out into the world that matters deeply to you. So I hope this was helpful. Again, we will put the bigger game model in the show notes and we will see you back here in 2024. Have an amazing holiday season, everyone. Take care. Thank you so much for listening to Women Igniting Change. I know creating change matters to you. 
if you enjoy what we talk about on the show, please take one action today and share it with someone who could benefit from listening. Until next time, keep standing up and speaking out for what matters. Thank you.